Warning, this podcast may contain adult content that includes sexuality, relationships, non-monogamy, and a bunch of other shit that you may not want to hear. If that's the case, turn it off right now. And if you are down for that shit, buckle up. Because this is the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. So welcome everybody. This is our first show. Um, I am here with the lovely Tink. Hi. My fiance and partner in crime. So what the hell is this show going to be all about? Well, that's pretty simple. This show, the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast, is going to be a platform for us to discuss all things ENM, which is ethical non-monogamy for those of you who may be new or don't know what ENM means. And that includes swinging, open relationships, polyamory. Those are the big ones that we're going to talk about. And of course, we're going to talk about kink, which I'm sure all of you know about. We are going to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly involved with all of that. And trust me, there is plenty of each. We're going to bring you facts, not on this show, because we just want you to get to know us. There's going to be no facts. It's going to be all opinions and bullshit. So bear with us. And hopefully we're going to make you laugh too. Because if you can't laugh while you're talking about this stuff, then you got issues. Probably bigger than what I have. And that's saying something. So we're going to do this show once a week. It's going to be about an hour long, give or take. And uh, hopefully we're going to have a bunch of guest hosts on. Um, that way we can all have different opinions and perspectives on each topic because uh, variety is the spice of life. It definitely is. Kind of goes along with the whole theme of being ENM. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess having multiple partners is considered spicy. I would assume for most that would be considered spicy. <laughs> yeah, I think for most where we live, that would be considered uh, we're going to hell. Uh, yeah. Yeah, being in the Bible Belt here. I'm surprised that we don't have a church group outside of our studio here praying for us. Well, they do come by on Sundays and knock on our door. Oh, yeah. They've tried. Yeah, well, they got to keep tabs on us. So now that we know what this show is going to be about, we should probably introduce ourselves. Yeah, probably. Since these are the voices that people are going to hear most of the time. Mm-hmm. So who the hell are we? Uh, we'll let the ladies go first. Well, such a gentleman you are. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> this is true. So, you'll get to know my voice as Tink. I am 31. I'm bisexual. <gasps> oh, yes. That fun word. <laughs> yes, I like my ladies and I like my men too. So, yes, I'm all kinds of fun. Um, I guess you could also say that because we also want to like to talk about kink, I very much like that aspect of my life. So I'm into the BDSM lifestyle. I am a 24-7 slave to my man, Pedro. Yes. Such a bad word. <laughs> slave. Oh my, we'll have to get into that on a later episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled on our first show. Yeah, no, we don't want that. Um, and I guess the other thing, um, is, you know, being the whole swinger and also poly, um, where 
I like to have a girlfriend. I like to share the girlfriend with Pedro. That's the ideal. Doesn't always happen, but it's ideal. Okay, so there's going to be some haters that say, you know, well, why can't you just date whoever you want? Why does it have to be a girl? (laughs) Because for me, I already have the man, so I want the lady that I don't have. So for me, it'd be like the best of both worlds. I can have a lady and a man at the same time. And then there is, you know, the swinging too. So if I wanted, I can have another guy. But the ladies are just a little bit more fun. I can't help it. (laughs) I mean, I'm not bisexual, so I can't say (laughs) if the guys would be more fun or not. But, I mean, I see where you're coming from with that. (laughs) And so you're also a spicy content creator. Oh, yes. Yes. So I I do have an OF and I do make lots of spicy content between pictures and videos and all sorts of fun things. So an OF, that's OnlyFans. Yes. You've never heard of it if you've been living under a rock or... (laughs) By now, yes. In China, where it's probably censored. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you also have Snapchat. Yes. The premium Snapchat. Yes, that I do. And uh, is there anything else that you think that our audience should know about you? Um, I'm not really sure of anything else that I'm kind of missing. Is there something that I'm not recalling over the, our years of being together? Oh, no. I mean, you're an animal person. Oh, well. You're a big softy for animals. I am. It's a guilty thing. Oh, goodness. I could take home anything that's on the street that gives me puppy dog eyes, including two-legged. Hence why, hence why you're polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> that's very well could be why it's very fitting for me. All right, so that is Tink, and uh, I know you can't see her through your listening device, but she is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) So I am Pedro. I'm 38, getting close to 40, which is scary in and of itself. I'm a straight guy, like I said, although I do not have any issues with anyone who's bi or gay or any other orientation. Um, I just stick to my lane and let everyone else do their thing. I'm also obviously polyamorous and a swinger, and I do partake in the BDSM lifestyle with Tink, where I am a master now to her, Um, and that's been an evolution in our relationship. You know, we started out with just a simple DS-type dynamic, um, but have since moved into the master slave role um i'm a sadist so i like to hurt people physically and mentally which we'll get into that on a more bdsm heavy episode later on um so how did we get to the point of creating this podcast like what's our story i guess it's been almost nine years in the making well i mean i guess it'd be kind of one of those because it was a journey that not a lot of people really discuss because of the fact that not really necessarily where you are living, but because of the fact that people kind of look down on you or they have muddy judgments that they put upon you because of what you're interested in or what you do in your spare time that nobody talks about it. So we kind of felt like, well, we can use our story because it's been all over the place from the very beginning and it's been quite a wild ride. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely been interesting. Um, So I guess we'll 
take it back all the way to the beginning. Um, I had gotten divorced or I was separated at the time from my ex-wife and I had started dating. And uh, when Tink and I reconnected, because we had known each other briefly. Very briefly. In the past, we got to talking and we talked for weeks. I think so. And then right as we started to date, you know, I let her know that uh, I was heavily into BDSM and also I was polyamorous. Right. So at the time she was young, she was just turning 23 Mm -hmm. and I was 30. So I think her youthfulness got the better of her because she decided that she wanted to, uh, to date this older guy that was eventually going to have multiple partners and got her to step out of the vanilla world. (laughs) I mean, in all fairness, I also liked older men, so you kind of had that going for you. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a thing, though, for you girls, though. Slightly. It might be the daddy issues. Well, there you go. I mean, (laughs) we've discovered that you definitely have those. (laughs) So we did, what, like two years of uh, monogamous-ish? Yeah, about two years. Yeah. I mean, like, I was still talking and flirting with people, but not doing anything or... Yeah, it wasn't like you were actively setting up any dates or trying to make any connections with anybody outside of just, like, flirting and being, you know, respectful and having a good time just getting to know people. Right. And uh, you didn't even really seem to notice that. No. Like, you were just kind of oblivious to it. Yeah. But I also didn't like draw attention to it either no you didn't like flaunt it that like oh hey i'm talking to this person or look at this one right so after two years we got involved in some adult facebook groups yes and (laughs) we met a couple people or couples i should say Mm -hmm. and uh that's where things started to get interesting for you i would say so um because that's kind of where i started really paying attention to me actually liking females more than what I thought I did. Right. (laughs) And there was all kinds of back and forth, you know, with your emotions and how you feel about this or that. And, you know, uh, you had started liking one of the gentlemen in the group chat that we were in. And then you also liked some of the girls Mm -hmm. and you weren't really sure how to proceed with any of that. No, not really. Like, you were just kind of a lost puppy. There was a lot going on, to be (laughs) honest. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot in the group, which was good, but at the same time, for not really knowing what to expect, I had no idea which direction to go, and I just kind of felt like I was not necessarily being pulled in different directions, but I wanted to go in different directions. Right, and we did that for probably, what, like six, seven months? Yeah. And then that's when... We met our swinger friends that we became good friends with now. Yes. And we were invited to go to a house party. Our first house party. Yes, where we were supposed to meet a unicorn there. Oh, yes, the lovely term, unicorn. Yes. Now, people are going to say, oh, unicorn hunters. Yeah, no, not even close. (laughs) We were not hunting anybody. She was a single female. Who showed interest in both of us. Yes. And... She asked us to go. Yes, because she really wanted to meet both of us. <laughs> right. And that turned into a complete shit show. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Like, we won't get into that on this episode. No. But, yeah, it was a complete shit show. Just now have popcorn ready. 
Yeah. And we met some really great people. They're still some of our best friends to this day Mm -hmm. from that very first party. Then from there, the very next week, that was a weekend, and it was like Tuesday or Wednesday, I get a phone call from our our friend. We'll call him H. Yeah. And uh, asked me if I want to photograph a swinger party at a hotel. It was a hotel takeover. Halloween hotel takeover. <laughs> right. The biggest party of the year. Yep. Which we did not know because up until this point. All we knew was about house parties and yeah. like small get togethers. Right. We had not stepped into the swinger world, you know, 100% yet. So we go to that and there is 500 people at this event. It was like a mob. Yeah. Like just nakedness and debauchery everywhere. So that first hotel party basically hooked us yeah on the swing lifestyle and we didn't well i didn't do anything you had all kinds of fuckery with women well yes <laughs> i can't like, even deny it <clears throat> yeah i think you probably had like five or six women the first night well i did chase the one down the hall yes that is <laughs> that's a true story she literally chased and tackled a girl in the hallway i did but it was a good time <laughs> I mean, what we really loved about though was the atmosphere yeah. and the people. Like, it was a very comforting, w- open arm kind of feeling. Right, and it it helped too that pretty much all the couples that were at the house party the weekend before were there as well. Yes, that definitely helped. So we did know like six or seven people there, or mm-hmm. six or seven couples. So at the end of that weekend is when I got asked to continue to do the photography for that party group and. Uh, we ended up going sometimes twice a month yeah, to a hotel takeover, which was crazy. And it was always fun with all the luggage that I had to bring with and try to pack the car discreetly. <laughs> oh, yes, because at that time we were still dealing with our parents, where we're from originally up north, and uh, trying to come up with excuses on where we were going that weekend. I, th- I think we eventually started running out of excuses and just started saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, we were... I was working for a party group. Yep, that's all. That's what we left it at. <laughs> that's all I would tell. You had to take professional photos. Yeah, it was it was a crazy fun time, though. And we met so many good people. I made the best memories. Yeah, we really did have the best time at those hotel parties. I really do miss those. Yeah. You don't, it, you it don't really get that down here. You really don't. Um, they have the club scene. Yeah. But that's that's really about it. And it's more of like a city club kind of thing. Right, it's it's not what we're used to. No, definitely not. Ours it's were more, I mean, it was kind of like a club-ish in a way because they had, like, dancing and whatnot, but it right. wasn't so, like, club-club, like, you were just going to dance at the party and drink all night right there. Right. We had a whole party floor, or actually building, technically, because it was the whole hotel. And we had the whole weekend. Right, you had the whole weekend. It wasn't just, like, oh, Couple you hours. have six hours, yeah. maybe tops. You had, a, like, two days. Exactly. <laughs> So, moving on from the hotel parties, one thing that we discovered, well, I had known this, is that I was never much of a swinger, per se. I I always knew I was polyamorous, where I wanted actual, real relationships with other people, not just having sex with people. So, when we first got into this, you had said that you don't think you could have an emotional connection with somebody that I did. and sleep with them. That I did. <laughs> so you wanted to try swinging. That's how yes. we got into that. That was exactly how we got into that. 
And that kind of snowballed everything. Right. But then I've, a year or so into swinging, you're I, like, mm, I think I want to go back to having feelings for people. Yeah. I realized as I had gotten into it, like there was something that was kind of missing from it. And I wasn't sure exactly what it was until I really kind of put two and two together. And it was really like the lacking of the connection that you get with the person. And I was like, huh, yeah, you don't really get that per se when you're swinging. I mean, you can, but right. it's... But that's not what a lot of people are looking it's, for. It's really not. <laughs> or at least not back a couple years ago. Yeah. like Definitely not Not a couple years ago. That was not the thing. Yeah, I think more people now are starting to do the whole, like, we want to be friends first and yes. not just jumping into the sack, you know, yes. like right away, which is cool with us because we prefer the friends first approach. Yes, we're definitely not the bed notchers. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Nope. Like, if that's your thing, cool, go for and it. And there are circumstances sometimes where things just play out on their own because things are comfortable and things just flow together, and it may happen the first time. But those are very rare, and they sometimes well, happen and they work out. For us, it's very rare. Yes, for us, it's very rare. For other people, it's every weekend. It, well, yeah. But uh, for us, you know, it's definitely... We like to take our time and get to know people, and we want friends that we can do vanilla stuff with, mm -hmm. and then friends that we can play with. Yeah, friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. <laughs> and one of those benefits, if they so happen to have like a boat, you know, oh. <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> that's a big benefit. That, I mean, that's like the icing on the cake kind of benefit. I mean, especially down here. Like, well, yeah. it's hot as balls every day. Yeah, 100 degrees is kind of hot. Having a boat is like a meeting a couple with like six females for me. Like <laughs> that's important. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so once we realized that, okay, Tink needs feelings now. So then we went back to the poly thing. Mm -hmm. And we dated a couple girls. We did. Um, that we dated together. And for the most part, it went well until they just decided that Polly wasn't for them or they just weren't ready for it or they were dealing with the whole what their family thought or what their friends thought right. and they didn't know how to handle that. So their their way of working with it, it was to back away. Right. And, you know, for the, the three or four girls that we did date, we didn't have any bad experiences like there was no drama. There no. was. You know, they all ended very mutually, actually very uh, upsetting because nobody actually wanted it to end. Right. I mean, and we're friends all with all except for one. Yeah. And that had nothing to do with us. That was her and her ex-husband type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's been a good experience for us. We just haven't found the one that stuck. Yeah. Long term girlfriend. Yeah. And like I've dated alone and that hasn't ended well for me because the few women that I did date thought they were going to take me away from you. And that's obviously not how Polly works. And I would tell them that up front. Like if you think you're going to steal me from Tink, then we might as well just end this right here because it'll always be her. Like unless you do something really, really, really bad, I'm not leaving you, you know, but now we're here. Yep. We moved 900 miles away from where we're originally from. And <clears throat> we are starting our lives over. So we're meeting new people, new swingers, new poly people. And uh, the experience, 
between up north and down south definitely gave us a lot of things to think about and to talk about because it's so different. It is completely different. And and I think even after we had moved, a lot of things where we originally were from like exploded as far as just more people our age that were in the right. lifestyle. Of, of course, as soon as we move, <laughs> there's, you know, probably five times as many people our age or close to our age compared to when we were heavily involved in the scene up there. Right. And now we move to a place where it's like hush hush behind doors. Yeah, if it's, it's even existing, it's super secret and it's a lot of the older crowd again. It is. Yeah. And I mean, nothing wrong with the older crowd, but you know, sometimes it's nice to connect with people your own age Yeah. because obviously the older crowd is in a different stage in their life. Their kids are gone. You know, they can go they have and more free time. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want. Like they're the goats, you know, like they've got their shit and they are living life to the fullest Yep. where here we are with a young daughter and just trying to make, make the time. Yeah. We're trying to make time just to go have dinner or drinks with somebody. And yeah. it's like, Jesus, like how the fuck are we ever going to get laid? <laughs> I, I'm not we really can sure. barely get laid <laughs> together, you know, <laughs> right in our own house. <laughs> it's like shit. But you know, just like all the other younger couples, we do our best. Mm-hmm. And, uh, always try to be up front with everybody like hey if you message us on sls and are like oh, i want to get together blah, blah blah well we have a kid so yeah. it's not like we're putting you off we swear to god we're not yeah we just literally have to figure out where to put her right i mean <laughs> babysitters are hard to come by these days yes you know and not having any family or many friends down here yet it's uh it's definitely tough to get together yes it is definitely very tough so but that's why we're doing this. Like, yeah, because this is another aspect that not everybody talks about either. Because, like Pedro said, you've got a lot of the people that are in the lifestyle that already have their kids out of the nest. And then now we're seeing more people that do have kids and young kids too, even younger than ours. And they're dealing with the same thing. And maybe they don't even know what to do. Right. And we're kind of in the same boat. So making this podcast like this has actually been years in the making oh yes like i wanted to to start this probably back in like 2018 or 19 yeah that's when me and h had started talking about doing it yeah um but just life got in the way and now there's a million other podcasts like us of course so there is. you know that's cool though i'm glad that information is getting out there i, I think it's definitely helping the community grow I think so because there's a, and because like podcasts have become such a more widespread thing now for people to listen to that it's been able to get the word out about you know pineapples and unicorns oh, yeah. and <laughs> all Up, the fun things upside that down pineapples do <laughs> okay so speaking of pineapples oh, like a little okay. off topic here okay but I started something what <clears throat> yeah I'm, I'm gonna pull a tink and I'm just gonna go off the rails here squirrel so does it annoy you when people like post in groups when they find a pineapple at the grocery store or like they put a little sign on their house, you know, upside down pineapple and they're like, oh, look what I found or, you know. Or like, like when they go to the store and they have to purposely turn it upside right. down. Like, did you really need to? I mean, like, I don't say anything like on the cute. post, but like, is it really necessary to post that? Like, I don't really think so, especially because like we all know. 
Right. And and everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people post that in all these different groups. Yeah. You know, it's like the same crap every day. Well, I went to the, the grocery store and I flipped a pineapple. Like, okay. Or, well, or what they'll do is they put in their cart upside down. Right. I mean, like, cool. But yeah. like, it's their sign. Like, look, maybe I'll find another one in the grocery store. I'm like, I highly doubt it. Because they're going to be a little bit more quieter. Than but just do we like, have to put that on Facebook? Like, um, I mean, not necessarily, but I don't know. I guess it's kind of like the seatbelt challenge. Like, okay, same thing. that's about titties. Like, that's <laughs> important. <laughs> that All right. I mean, all right, pineapples upside down versus titties. I get it. That is a worthy post. All right. A- anytime you can see titties or ass, you know, or anything having to do with a beautiful woman. Is Facebook worthy? Okay. I mean. So then, yes. Okay. I feel like maybe the pineapples are a little bit much. I mean, everything we know about pineapples has something to do with swingers, whether it's upside down or upright. Right. And before all that, it was flamingos. Like, oh, yeah. Back in the day. That totally died out. What happened to the flamingos? Can we bring them back? Maybe that'll be the sign. No, we are not putting a bunch of plastic gonna, flamingos in our yard. I'm now going to put a flamingo decal <laughs> on my car. So I'm just going to do it. I'm going to put it like on the hubcap or, or on the gas keg thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, So, okay. So back on topic. Yes. That is the why we're doing this. You know, we are just trying to spread some knowledge and laughter about all the various lifestyles. Um, we've pretty much done all the major stuff. I mean, we've done the poly. We've done open relationship. We've done swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Well, technically, our poly was, or at one point, our poly was closed right. when we had our girlfriend that we shared. Right. But yeah. But the, but we've we've also done the open relationship where we can just go fuck whoever we want. Like yeah, we didn't really have a whole lot of success with that. But no, we, you know. No, I mean, you actually probably had more success than I did. I know, team boys, <laughs> let's go. I don't know how it happened because you're fucking smoking hot. I don't know. Well, I mean. Probably because you're picky. You're very picky. I'm so sorry. Well, don't apologize to me. Apologize to all those men all and right, women gonna, out there. I'm going to apologize to all the men and women out there. I am picky, and I don't mean to be. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you have your preferences and your standards. That's I mean, cool. technically. I mean, that's another thing. Everybody has things that they're into versus things they're not into. So sometimes you're just not everybody's cup of tea. Right. Cup of tea. That's a good thing because tea is garbage. <laughs> Sorry for anybody that drinks tea, but unless you're talking sweet tea, oh yeah, that's sweet, different. Sweet tea, <laughs> that is a totally different subject. <laughs> yep. And if you're from the south, you know that's why I had to bring. You it don't up. talk shit about sweet tea. <laughs> it's not tea. It's not iced tea. It's sweet tea. That's right. Get it right. <laughs> and if you fuck that up at a restaurant, you're the waitress might smack you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's. What we're trying to do here is just raise awareness of the lifestyles and, uh, you know, especially the intermingling of the different lifestyles. Like for us, you know, being poly and swing, like that's, it's getting more popular. It is actually. But uh, when we first really got heavy into the poly. We were really like the only ones. Yeah, everyone was like, you're poly, what? what what's that? Yeah, you we know? had to like explain to people what it meant and what it kind of entailed and and then, it, you know, it was kind of complicated when you're poly and also trying to swing at the same time because, like, it was when I realized I needed that connection with people, I'm swinging with people and I'm 
somehow getting feelings. I'm like, crap, like I shouldn't have those. So yeah, it kind of made it complicated, at least on my end. Yeah. And for me, like I knew going in, like I have to have a connection or right. my little dicky do ain't going to work. Right. So, um, that made swinging incredibly hard for me because mm-hmm. most women are just there to get banged and move on. move on. Yeah. At least in our experience, that's how it's been. I mean, we've watched it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally room to room. Oh yeah. Like hey, girl was getting it. But, uh, for me, I, I need that time to build up a connection and mm-hmm. to flirt. Like I love the chase. Yeah. Like if I don't have to chase and, you know, flirt. I shouldn't really say chase because I don't like chasing, but I love the flirting. It's the banter back and forth. Yes. Like I love just back and forth and flirting and, you know, making somebody want you. That's Mm -hmm. the fun part for me. Yeah. And when a lot of these women expect you to just walk up to them and be like, Hey, want to fuck? That's not how it works for me. You know? And even if they come up to me and they're like, Hey, let's go fuck. I'm like, Hmm. Like you, Sorry. you want to, <laughs> right? Like I wish time. I could. Like yeah. you're hot, and I'm sure you're a swell gal. <laughs> <laughs> you're but. a swell gal, but I know nothing about you, right? And I'm not even sure where this may go. So like, I kind of need a little bit more to go off of, right? Like I'm just not one of those guys, and it's probably because you know I've been a boudoir photographer and a lifestyle photographer for shit since 2009. So mm-hmm. just seeing an attractive woman does nothing for me now right like and as a man for all you guys listening trust me it sucks like i wish i was like some of y'all where i could just see a hot naked woman and my dick was just like hello it's playtime but that's not how it works for me i actually have to like have have to talk to them you have to actually like build up something with them sucks i'm sorry i wish i was a whore I mean, <laughs> you no, might have better luck. No, like I wish, like I wish I was a man whore where I could just like pick one and be like, Hey, I'll be back in 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've seen that happen too. Oh, <laughs> there's tons of dudes like that. Like I'm, I'm jealous of them actually because they'll bang like five chicks in a night and everyone's cool. Like everyone's like, Hey, yeah, great yeah. job. Yeah. You know, we'll see you next weekend. <laughs> Right, they're like penciling them in. Yeah. Like, I got you, boo. Yeah, I got you at the six fifteen. You know, <laughs> you're at the six thirty five. It's like fuck. Make sure you're on time. Yeah, it's like that shit's crazy. So, we just got back from a lifestyle ish vacation. Oh um, yes, many many nudist resorts. Yeah, so we did a couple mini vacations to, uh, I guess now what was formerly Pandora's Forest. Oh yes. Which that is a sad story. That definitely is really upsetting. Um, we we went there twice. Yeah. In the matter of a month and a half. Well, no, it was like a matter. Or no, no, of less like than that. Three was, weeks. Yeah. Um, it felt like way longer. I know, but that was a great time. Like, great people, great atmosphere in the middle of the woods, but it wasn't yep. like terrible. Like it wasn't like oh my god the woods, but it was it was pretty good as far as being able to get to know people and relax and be, you know, completely welcomed by the regulars that were there. Right. And completely naked. Oh yes. That too. Um, (laughs) My favorite thing. And the best part about that place was like, you could fuck anywhere. Yes. As long as you were outside of the pool. Yeah. Outside the pool area. It was fenced in. 
Yep. And, you know, pretty much anywhere outside of that was fair game. Yep. Like, you could do whatever you wanted. And uh, inside the pool, obviously, like, you had to be naked to go in the water. Yeah. Which is any nudist resort. Um, and we met some great friends there, actually. Yeah, we made actually a really good connection with some people there. Yeah. Um, which they may even be on the show next week. Oh, know. that would be awesome. Yeah, if we go and see them. Yeah. Maybe they'll bless us with their presence. And Yes, and their ideas of, you know, the swing life. Right. and they've been in it a minute. Oh, yeah. What, like? Quite what, a bit. Like 19, 20 years, something uh, like that? Yeah, like 18, 19 years. Yeah, so they'd be great to have on here. They would be. Um, so then after our Pandora's Forest experiences, we went to uh, PA, and we went to Sunny Rest. Mm-hmm. Our first time there. Yes, the uh, nudist resort up there. And we stayed there for like a uh, whole week. Yeah, a whole week. It was uh, Monday to Sunday. Yep. And that was actually a blast. It was, surprisingly. I think we had different ideas of what was going to happen with that. Right, because we didn't know, like, we had been told it was very heavy on nudist. Well, and a lot of nudist resorts are just heavily on nudist, or at least that's what they say or they right. claim. Well, it was kind of like Caliente last year. Right. Where, you know, we went there thinking it was going to be more swingerish. Right. And it was definitely more nudist. Definitely more nudist until the weekend. Yeah. And even on the weekend, though, it was like it, it was kind of swingerish. Yeah, kind of swingerish. Yeah. It was more like uh, people went there with their clicks and played with their clicks. And then went home. Yes. So Sunny Rest, uh, we, we met some great friends who are seasonals there. Mm-hmm. They have their campers there all the time, and they kind of took us under their wing, yeah, they and introduced us to everybody and made sure we had a great time. Um, but we discovered that Sunny Rest has a lot of swingers. A lot, a lot. <laughs> um, but they don't advertise that obviously because they have to keep their nudist. Uh, registration or certification or whatever. Yeah. So they make sure that... It strictly says nudist, and they strictly try to put out that they are just for nudists to enjoy being in the pool, drinking, wherever, naked. Right. And even playing volleyball naked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was quite a fun show. Not going to lie. Yeah, not sure I would have partook in naked volleyball. I mean... With my luck, I would end up with sand up my pee-pee. See, that, I was going to say that would have been my luck. Because, like, if I dove for a ball, right. like, well, I'm going to get sand where it don't belong. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing volleyball, like. Like, you're playing. You play competitively. <laughs> right. Especially in a tournament like they had. Oh, yeah. So, that was a three-day tournament. Yeah. I mean, and with the amount of drinking that we were doing. Oh, yeah. I probably would have done some stupid stuff like dove for balls when I shouldn't have, you know. The wrong kind of balls you're saying. Oh, no. I shouldn't, you know, for volleyballs. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not diving for nobody else's balls. Like, shit. No, I'd hope not. <clears throat> There's plenty of them around there, though. Oh, yes. There are varying sizes as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is uh, it is quite the sight to see a uh, nudist resort of that size. It's, it's It huge. was really big. I did not expect that. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to go there. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... A really cool place. Um, very affordable, too, aside from the food. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Sunny Rest for, you know, good prices on everything but your food. Yes. Um, 
not sure why it has to be that expensive. Like a grilled cheese is not seven ninety nine. Yeah, no. Like no, that's a two ninety nine right there. Yeah, but everything else was great. Yeah, and we really enjoyed our stay. Uh, hoping to go back next year. I think I think that would be nice to go back next summer and go for like another week. Um, that way we can hang out with the friends that we made there and meet a couple of the other people that unfortunately weren't able to meet up with us during the time frame that we were there. Um, I think that would be definitely something on our to-do list. Yes, because the friends that we did make were really cool. Yeah. And I mean, like it almost was like we knew them for a very, very long time and not just a week. Yeah. I mean, hell, you got one of the wives to basically be by. <laughs> I did. I mean, it was a joke. It was but a, it was the best prank ever. Yeah. And like, we pulled it off for like a day, which was really good. It was like a day and a half. Was it a day and oh, a half? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess it did carry over from Friday night into Saturday. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a great prank. Um, but I keep in touch with all them people. Um, I know it's only been a week and a half or whatever, two weeks. But they're the type of people that I plan to keep in touch with because yeah. we had so much fun with them. Um, it's probably like since our hotel takeover days, the best friends that we've made aside from our Pandora's forest friends. Yeah, I think so. Cause I, we kind of like found our niche of the people that we like to hang out with that, you know, share the same views as us and, you know, are just there to, you know, enjoy themselves, have a good time, make friends and have the benefits too. Right. And we should definitely mention, um, when we went up to Pennsylvania that our friends threw a house party. Oh, yes. We did have a house party that was thrown for us because, you know, we came all the way up from Alabama and uh, we were able to meet, uh, what was it, eight couples? Uh, No, I think it was four couples or five couples. Oh, I was thinking total, but yeah. Yeah. So there was like four other, five or five other couples. Which uh, was very nice of them to throw the event. I just wish we could have stayed longer. I wish to. It was the... Because we were leaving, we had to leave uh, Sunny Rest right. that next day. Right. So we had to pack up our whole room, make sure we had everything, do laundry, of course, because we had to, like, you know, make it look like we weren't there so we could go see yeah. the actual family. Right. So uh, that was definitely a nice thing that uh, some people from the PA group on Facebook did for us. Yes. Um, we definitely have to get together with them. But there are a couple of them I think <laughs> we might have deci- had a – drawn them to come down south right so would be great to have them come down here i think they'd love it well how can you not it's hot all the time i mean this is true i mean we can't be naked in our front yard that might be frowned upon but yeah but we can find ways to be naked yeah we can um and then we also hit up the paradise club oh yes we did that was our our first thing we did when we got to pa that was our first thing that we did it was the second day in PA. Mm-hmm. We went to the Paradise Club for the Luau party. Yes. It was an all-day party. Yes, it was 12 hours long. Yes. We made it, what, 10 and a half? Yeah. And then we were we were spent. We were done. Right. And uh, I was, was also our, drunk. <laughs> it was our first time at that club as well. Yes. And we had a great time. We met some great people, too. Yes. A lot of people from the PA group as well. So that was really nice that we could put some, you know, actual faces and you know speak to them and get to know well, them and shout out to the nuts who run it yes That's, shout out to you guys um, you're awesome their facebook group is the nuts yes I, I the, that's paradise right and uh really great people there and we had a really good experience with a brand new couple there 
did. That was pretty crazy because normally we avoid new couples like the plague. Right. Nothing against you newbies, but generally there's drama. And like I said earlier, it's not one of those things that we look for that to happen the first time. But if things are going smoothly and they're flowing and there's nothing that's making you think that there's drama that could potentially happen, you kind of just go with the flow. Right. And they were not an older couple, but they were older than us. By a few years. And they had been together for quite a while, too. Yeah. So uh, they were very comfortable with each other. They had a great communication with each other, which I think was very much key to the success of this. Right. And she was very gung-ho. Like, she was the ringleader. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, She was making it happen. Oh, yeah. She she made it happen, literally. Yeah. Because she came up to our table when we were eating and was like, so how does this work? <laughs> and we're like, how does what work? She's <laughs> like, if we want to play with you guys, what do we do? Right. It's like... Well, you say, we would like to play with you guys if you're interested. Yes. And she's like, would you like to play? (laughs) It's like she repeated it back to him. And we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, sure. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Because we had been talking to them throughout the day. Yeah. Like off and on. Every time we'd see them, we'd our I had lunch with them. You came in later for the lunch. So you were able to talk with them some there. So we did spend quite a bit of time with them throughout the day. We did. And then uh, it was about 9 o'clock by the time yeah. we finally were able to so play. Yeah. Um, and a new thing for us was basically playing together like, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, we've never done that before. It's usually been either we were separated or, like, one was kind of more involved and the other one was just kind of, you know, watching and taking it all in. Yeah. So... For the first time, we were, like, on the same bed. Side by side. Side by side. (laughs) And uh, it was a a great play session. I mean, it did kind of start off weird because I had a condom put on me (laughs) before getting head. Hey, safety first. Right. I'm I'm all about being safe, man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just threw me off because that's not something that we're used to. Right. You know, like, usually oral, we don't use protection. Like, and I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do it. No. In almost seven years. Yeah, no, I haven't myself either. Yeah, so uh, it just kind of threw me off a little bit. But, hey, it was all good. She did it like a champ, even mm. with a condom on. I mean, I don't know how, because I would have been like, Because it know. was cherry flavored. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Okay. So, but then, now, they had originally told us they just wanted to soft swap. Right. That's what they said. Yeah. So after, you know, you girls were giving us head, she decided that she was wanting to fuck me. And she's like, I want to fuck you. Like, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> and I'm like, well, Never if it's been so, asked this question. Yeah, I'm like, if it's cool with your man, then I'm cool with it. Right. You know, and she does this like sheepish turnaround thing and kind of whispers to her man and and he kind of just like nodded to her like it's good go on yeah and then we went at it for like 20 minutes and it was great for me right you not so much i mean why don't you tell them what happened with you uh, i mean i i was thoroughly enjoying myself i mean i was giving him head 
And he also went down on me for probably the whole 20 minutes that you were having her ride you and you guys were going back and forth. I'm not really sure. There was a whole lot going on. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was really good, but because you guys started, you know, fucking, I was kind of like, well, okay, this is my time where I'm going to decide I'm going to finally sleep with another guy that I haven't done in the pretty much since I've been together with Pedro. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is the guy I'm going to do it with because I felt really comfortable with him. And I asked him if he had a condom and he goes, no. No, I don't have one. And his wife, who is fucking Pedro, <laughs> swats at him and says, honey, they're in the bag. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. And he goes, if it's okay, you can just, you know, suck me on or, you know, keep giving me head. And I said, yeah, that's fine. Like, no big deal. I mean, I was bummed. I definitely was bummed because I was kind of looking forward to finally deciding that I was going to sleep with another guy and and he was a cool dude he like. really was and he was attractive and he was super sweet with me he was respectful of my boundaries and that's why I was like I'm okay with him like I want this to happen so I was kind of bummed that he gently told me no <laughs> yeah it's like the first time you've ever been told no yeah like ever yeah I mean like he didn't obviously say no to me but you know he redirected the but, attention. But after this is all said and done, I think being a guy, I figured out what the problem was. What was the problem? It was definitely not that he did not want to sleep with you. I, I think would hope not because I really wanted to sleep with him. <laughs> he was super nervous like the whole time. Like oh. He was shaking under my hands. It was acute nervous though. It yes. wasn't like freaky nervous. No, or, no. It was just like there was so much going on kind of nervous and like yeah. this is so much fun. I can't believe this is happening kind yeah, of thing. First time nervous, you know, and you're one of the most beautiful girls at any event we go to. Mm. And, you know, gonna make me blush to have that kind of luck for a new couple. Like they get to play with one of the most beautiful girls at the party, you know, as an older guy, too, like not some young stud. Like, yeah, he, he was probably what, like 45, 46, something I like that. I think so. Yeah. And then you got him so close, I think, from giving him head. I did that when. You asked him to fuck you. He was like, mm, I don't want to be a two-pump chump, so I'm going to say no. No, that shouldn't have been it. <laughs> I just would have made him hard again. Like, I well, don't know. But they had to go. Oh, that's right. They were on a time crunch. Yeah, their babysitter was blowing them up. Gotcha. But, yeah, yeah. so. So, I yeah. Mean, you had a very successful night. I did for <laughs> once. Like, I well, actually – you still uh, well showed out better than I did. I mean, you were eating pussy like within forty five minutes of us being there. I think it was a little longer than forty five minutes, but yeah, I don't, I, I, don't I don't think it was. <laughs> it was by four o'clock. All right, well, I was doing a lot of work. Okay, well, but I mean, you, you had a train of like six chicks, all f- fucking playing with each other, and well, I, I created a mob. I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. Like I wish, like. Those are the moments that I wish you could do, like, filming and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, but a lot of those places, they well, yeah, no I mean, cameras, you can't do like that. that. I mean, it's it's understandable, but... But I will say, the one time that I did look, there was, like, a, like two rows of people in the pool just watching. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> just like, okay, closing my eyes and putting my face back in that pussy. <laughs> it was a spectacle. Like, <laughs> there was five or six beautiful women 
<laughs> all going down on each other or fingering, you know, doing whatever they can to be a part of this, you know, <laughs> chick train. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how it started. I don't remember. But. I don't remember. It happened. And I'll know is it started on the freaking stripper pole. Right. And it's, it stayed there. It did. The forever. That's why my back hurt because I was leaning up against that pole for so long. Right. I mean. I mean, it was well worth it. I just. Oh, and. What? And you also got your pussy ate in the Roman room. Oh, but I also put in work on that one too. Right. And. I got squirted in the face. Right. And <laughs> you got to eat pussy. I did. So. I, got, I, got, I ate a lot of pussy that night. You did. I really did. Fucking whore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's because I'm bisexual. I can't help it. Yeah. I, I find pretty greedy ladies and I go bitch. after pretty ladies. You're a greedy bitch. I am not. <laughs> I can't help it. It's okay. It's like as soon as I start flirting with a girl, like it's it's done. Like it, it's like case closed. We're doing something at some point. I don't know what else to say. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm glad that, you know, you get all the playtime that you do. Well, I appreciate it, but I'm glad that for once, like, you actually got the whole what swinging should end up like instead of just kind of sitting there going, hmm, no, nothing's really piquing my interest or things just aren't going my way because I didn't make that connection, but a connection was actually made. becoming the best friend, you know, like when women flirt with me all night long. Yeah. And then end up running off and playing with someone else at the end of the night. Oh, we had that too. That was a big thing at the hotel parties. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of rough. And that happened. That happened quite often. But I think that also happened too because of us working that by the time right. we were done everything and had everything cleaned up, we had to go eat. And then by that point, people already made their connections. Right. And were already in different rooms and they were gone. We never saw them again. This is true. And, you know, it was it was nice connecting with those people, yes. like, while they were able to talk or flirt or, you know, do whatever. And it I just... feel like they almost thought that it would be quicker with us taking, like, the pictures and getting everything done, that maybe that's why they hung around the, as long as they did. Right. But then once they realized that, like, oh, crap, you're, you're kind of stuck, stuck, oh, yeah. then they kind of had to Yeah, we on. were stuck for hours, you know. Yeah, sometimes it was, like, three hours straight. And then by the time... Like, I had to go get you food and bring it back. <laughs> right. So by the time we're done and ready to go party, it's like midnight. Yeah. And, and by that point, people are already f- halfway through their play night. Right. So it is what it is. I mean, we still had great times. And like I said, we made great memories with that. So it's, it is what it is, and it was great. Yeah. So um, being home now from vacation definitely sucks. Like... Um, the reality. Yes. And... Also, the reality of, you know, we have our daughter back now. She's mm-hmm. back from her grandparents, and now we still have to try to get together with connections that we've made here before we went on vacation. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be difficult, and it, it sucks because there's some people that we definitely want to get together with. Now we have to play the waiting game to match schedules up and, you know, get a babysitter and all that stuff. So yeah. hopefully we can do that soon. I hope so. Um. Because if not, we're going to run out of shit to talk about. Right. Jeez. Um, yeah, so I think we pretty much covered what we need to cover for the first show. I think so. Um, you know. And I'm sure if something was missed, it's going to get thrown into oh, yeah. the next episode and the one after that. Yeah. I just wanted our audience to get to know us, you know, and kind of see who we are and 
what we're about in these lifestyles. Um, like we didn't touch a whole lot on the BDSM stuff tonight, which is fine. Yeah. Um, we'll probably get way more into that. That's uh, a little bit more of a complicated one yeah. as well. Yeah. So that'll be a, a, a big segment probably, probably on the own. next show. Yeah. So, uh, please tune in for that. Um, and if you need to get a hold of us or would like us to talk about something, uh, you can find us on Facebook and we have a page on there, which is the kitchen sink, ENM and kink. Also, you can email us at the same name at gmail.com. All one word, obviously. Um, and if you know us from any of the groups, you know, and you would like to talk to us, feel free to message us on Facebook. Um, and if you'd like to be a guest, also get in touch with us. Um, if you have your own podcast and would like to do some stuff together, you know, maybe switch things up. Like if we have a different outlook than you do and you want to have some friendly debates, we're always down for that. Um, but it's got to stay friendly though, because we don't want to argue with anybody, yeah. like not in a bad way, because there's too much drama in this lifestyle to begin with. That's true. We can agree to disagree on things. Yes. That's, that's perfectly said. Yeah. So until next time, everybody stay kinky and uh, hey, bang who you're going to bang, right? Because- yeah. You only live once. Exactly. Life is too short to be monogamous. Yes. We'll see you next week. And we're out.